Welcome to the third episode of Three Things in Search. My name is Pedro Diaz. Three Things in Search is a weekly podcast where I pick apart and comment on the three most relevant topics related with search from the last week. The first item is a topic that, of discussion topic actually, that came last week around January 29 on uh, the English Google SEO Office Hours Hangout where John answered a question regarding the core web vitals. The question was about the label in search results for sites that meet the core web vitals criteria and John reiterated that for a website to be eligible it must meet all the requirements. This means that unless your website meets all the core web vitals metrics plus being served over HTTPS for example it won't be considered for the ranking boost or likely anything else associated with it. For example, the eligibility to be in the top stories carousel without AMP. I would also like to add here that the Core Web Vitals has yet two more things that need to be considered. The first one is that's already covered in the guidelines and although the metrics are collected at the URL slash page level, the ranking boost is evaluated at the domain level. And there needs to be a minimum of 75% of pages on your website hitting all the thresholds for it to be eligible. The second question uh, I've seen popping once in a while because it's not covered in the official documentation, but has been back clarified by John Mueller on Twitter, is around what does all pages mean? Does it mean that all pages on a website, including logged in areas, or is it limited to public and indexable pages only? So the answer here is it's all pages, not only public and indexable pages. So these metrics are based on Crux data, which is the Chrome user experience reports, and they are collected from a, a Chrome in aggregate. So it's likely to be a metric that according to Google, it's considered beyond public pages. So this means that for your website to benefit from the Core Web Vitals ranking boost, all pages from your site, at least like 75% from all pages on your website, must meet the Core Web Vitals thresholds. The second item that I want to touch is an article that actually was published by Google on their blog and it's titled A Quick Way to Learn More About Your Search Results. In a blog post last week, Google announced they will be adding more information about individual search results, which will be accessible via a new menu icon located on the top right of each individual search result box. So this information includes like a description that Google states that will be taken from Wikipedia and other things, like if your website offers an HTTPS secure connection and it's full URL. So this is something that Google is experimenting with. And for now, uh, it's something that it's limited to the US English results. But as Google gathers more data and if they see users find this useful, it's something that will expand to other countries and languages. This is something that will likely not affect any website rankings directly. I th see this as a way for Google 
to give users more context about a website, reinforcing the qualitative signals. It's also not something that you should run after and try to create like a Wikipedia entry for your website if he doesn't have one. This is something that it should be a reflex of what your site represents and the good work that you have done with your website's content. So anyway, it's something to be aware of. And I'm sure Google will build more around these interface features that give a preview of what to expect from a website. The third topic is another article that I'm, this one is one piece of news that got me particularly excited. And it's about Google opening more data for Discover, which has been something they have not yet disclosed much about. Initially, the data visible in Search Console came only from the Discover feed in Google's iOS app and Android Discover screen. And with this change, they are now including data from Chrome too. So if you use Chrome and you don't have it set to open tabs as a specific URL, for example, you will notice that Google presents suggestions for topics and websites to visit, which itself is an extension of Discover feed. I've seen some folks asking about the possibility to see the origin of the Discover data since it has more than one origin. And while I don't see any reply from Google, I would go ahead and say this will likely not happen. Moreover, uh, this will likely cause the referrals to change in Google Analytics, which has been somewhat of a place where Discover data has been historically misreported uh, with multiple origins. I've seen some Discover data being reported as direct and referral from Android uh, devices, but organic and referral from iOS. So there's not a consistent source uh, for this data in Google Analytics. Anyway, I'm happy to see it in Search Console now. This data historically was not included in Search Console and with this change, they have now fixed that. This is it for this week. If you like the podcast, please rate it in your podcast marketplace of choice. If you came across a specific topic or have a subject you'd like me to comment on, feel free to hit me on Twitter. I'm at Pedro Diaz. If I haven't covered it before and I find it relevant and interesting to the audience, I'll try to include it. Hope this was useful. This is Three Things in Search. I'm Pedro Diaz. See you next week.